Hello, everyone, and welcome back to To Have and To Roll. I'm Daft Prodigy, joined, as always, by my beautiful husband, Rain Zero. You're listening to Session 79, The House of the Moon. This week, the cover of Night set out on their quest to prove their worth to the understandably skeptical people of the Cinderlands. This session features sound effects from Sirenscape and music from Cindy Locker and Michael Gelfi Audio. Details in the description. But now, let's join our intrepid heroes as they continue their trek through the sun-baked wastes with naught but a to-do list to guide them on Curse of the Crimson Throne. Hello, beautiful wife. Hello, beautiful husband. And welcome back to, to Curse of the, the Crimson, Crimson Throne. Throne. Yes, to the Crimson Throne. So, what happened uh, last time? Thread. No, Curse of the Crimson Throne. Yes, you had your sword in a match. Yes, we had our sword in a match. It was full of uh, um, narrative and sexual tension. Yes, uh, Lenore uh, kicked uh, Crojan eats what he kills ass. Um, and maybe they'll meet up later. Yeah, maybe. Uh, Lenore uh, told Edgar he needs to get his ass up here. Uh, <laughs> Incredible. It's urgent. <laughs> we have a new friend. Um, a new friend. Incredible. <laughs> um, but yes, uh, uh, Crojan and Lenore um, made good impressions on each other. And we then did a lot of very good RP stuff. Uh, we sort of went around and had, you know, we had Ophelia and Trinia talking as the sun was going down. Mm -hmm. And we had uh, Unia and Thousand Bones talking about the nature of death and, and life and rebirth and gods divine power. and divine power. Yes. Um, and that was really so good. So a conversation that I really wanted to have with Unia which uh, I think I'm glad that we had it and it seemed really good. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, and so you have been given a task and that is that tasks. you need to you need to ingratiate yourself to the Sklarqua if they're going to tell you about Koja Eyes of Flame. Yes. Who was part of the adventuring party that killed Kazavan. Yes. Um, now, they, now Thousand Bone gives you uh, a lot of, sorry, Thousand Bones gave you a lot of avenues by which mm -hmm. you can you can seek to ingratiate yourselves to them mm -hmm. some of them more difficult than others mm -hmm. um and it's kind of up to you which one you want to do first mm -hmm. just to recap real quick the options that he gave you you can recreate a legendary hero's accomplishments you can secure the endorsement of a truth speaker mm -hmm. you can seek the thrall keepers mark which is the uh cyhedron uh, seven pointed star that a lot of the older Shawanti seem to be having on their hands. Mm -hmm. um, you can uh, become an enemy's Nalharest, which is um, does not have a direct translation in Taldane. The easiest translation for you is either something like comrade or brothers, brother in arms, something like that, where essentially you are rallied together by a common enemy um, mm -hmm. and consider yourselves like honorary siblings because of it. 
Okay. Okay. Um, uh, and other than that, if you can find anything else that you think would ingratiate yourself to them, you can do. You can do that. If you can get into the Sklarquak camp, there is a trial that you can engage in called the Trial of the Totem. But they're probably not going to administer that right to outsiders. You're mm-hmm. probably going to need another way to get in, and then that's kind of your last uh, push to get more recognition. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so basically, we go and do the other things, and then we do that last yes. thing. Um, so uh, we kind of have an idea of what we have to do last. But yes. the question remains, what shall we do first? Yes. Um, you've been given the aid of four Skonqua bone slayers, whose job is to both bear witness to your tasks uh, and also uh, help you guys get passage through the Cinderlands, because uh, Shamek that's outsiders uh, in the Cinderlands are not generally welcome in most places, but if you have bone slayers with you, it'll help. Mm-hmm. Also uh, of note, these four bone slayers have taken a vow of silence so as not to distract you from your task. They are here to observe and not to engage in conversation unless directly spoken to for some fucking reason that you felt that rain <laughs> needed to make up four voices for these characters. Um, uh, <laughs> uh, yes, they've all they've all undertaken so, a vow of silence. Sounds like a vow of wimping out from the DM. <laughs> oh no, I have to voice four characters at once. Gonna... What am I gonna do? <laughs> <laughs> like I'm also voicing Trinia. <laughs> oh no, I have to voice five characters at once. What am oh. I gonna do? Look, Certainly all... not go through an entire dungeon at the end of book three. Oh, oh no. <laughs> well, look, look, we can't all be you. <laughs> Damn right. That's why we pay you the big bucks. <laughs> big as in size. The big as in. I gave you one, uh, one uh, $5 bill that was three foot by five foot. Yep. Uh, and it said. Uh, it is not legal tender, not but legal it is tender. very soft. Yes, exactly. Uh, and we also got a nice little cutscene showing what uh, Signifier Strickland's been up to and Cinnabar and Cinnabar a red mantis assassin Mm -hmm. who also might have participated in maybe the uh, torture and execution of uh, one center travail one center travail who knows Um, so so it's it's dawn of the next day 24 hours remain 24 hours remain (laughs) Um, and you've got a lot of options. So what are you going to do today? I think, well, so I think that I kind of want to try and make some more friends before I go and do something really stupidly dangerous, like jump into the mouth of a magma worm. Uh, (laughs) what I was thinking about doing was first going to, the Lyrunqua, mm-hmm. uh, where the truth speaker is, mm-hmm. uh, and getting their endorsement, or you know, seeing what I have to do to get their endorsement, and then I was gonna go check out the Sahedron Mark thingy. Ah, uh, uh, yes, the Acropolis of the Thrall Keepers. Yes, the Thrall Keeper Mark. That one is uh, primarily, I think, for Unia. They have seen <laughs> they've seen a lot of people like hold it up to ward themselves against them, and uh, they they want to. They kind of want to understand more um, what the deal is mm-hmm. um, did, from their did I perspective. Explain um, who the thrall keepers were. Yeah, yeah, the, the thrall keepers were uh, the rune lords, uh, and then um, the 
Eridanite slash Chalaxian invaders who were seen as carrying on the legacy of the Rune Lords in yes. the region. Um, uh. And uh, when you mentioned the trial of uh, getting the Thrall Keepers, Mark, you mentioned that there would be um, experiencing for oneself the uh, pain that was endured by the people who were driven out of Corvosa or where That's Corvosa true. now stands. That's do we know the general direction of the uh, Lyrinqua from here? Um, I believe, actually, if you'll turn your attention to the map, uh, for anybody who's curious, uh, we are using a map of the Cinderlands, which we've had uh, on the uh, website uh, for a while, if you'd like to check it out. Um, we're going to be updating it uh, with some of the uh, new pinpoints that we've added uh, now that you guys know a little bit more about the area. Mm -hmm. uh, but you should be able to see Thousand Bones uh, told you that the that the Lyrun Kwa uh, occupy the area around a Desnan temple called the House of the Moon, oh. which you'll find here at the northern end of the Wyvern Mountains, which uh, serve as sort of the western bound of this area of the Cinderlands. Okay. Beyond the Wyvern Mountains, you have the Storval Deep, which is a very deep lake, uh, which is fed by... Uh, among others, the Kazaron River. No relation to Kazavan whatsoever. <laughs> um, uh, the House of the Moon is northwest of an orc settlement called Erglin. Oh, yes. Uh, the the settlement we do not want to go to by accident because yes. they do not like outsiders. It is uh, roughly 100 miles, actually almost exactly 100 miles to the northwest of you. Um, you would be crossing the Yondabakari River. Uh, the easiest place to cross is at Flameford, which is the home of the Sklarqua. You could try to cross somewhere else, though, if you want. Mm, okay. Well, um, if we shadow walk, You're will the Sklarqua notice us? No. Okay. Unless the Sklarqua also occupy the Plain of Shadow. Mm. I don't think they do, but do I want to risk it? It's also possible that somebody else occupies that area uh, on the plane of shadow, and maybe they're even less friendly than mm -hmm. these folks who just don't like outsiders. Um, I don't feel like fighting chitons today. How about we try to shadow walk uh, and not go across at Flameford? Flameford. Okay. Because. Uh, I don't feel like getting fucked with today. <laughs> okay. Um, we would like to, I guess, walk for about two hours. Uh, <laughs> are, are you shadow walking? Or are you? Yes, I would like to shadow walk. Um, I guess it'll probably take about two hours. Um, but uh, we will have to deal with the river. Gotcha. We wake in the morning and we step outside. outside and take a deep breath. And uh, what high. is the weather like today? That's actually a really good question. Let's go to the random weather generator. It's fucking hot. It's uh, a desert. It's yes, dry. Yes. It's hot and dry. What a surprise. Let's, let's see if actually let's see if there's any magic weather. It's clear. It's 85 <laughs> degrees. <laughs> um shade is actually quite helpful because it's a very dry heat. Mhm. Mm um it's cons it's considered colder than normal. <laughs> uh there is a light wind. Coming, coming out of the, uh, coming out of the west. Uh, uh, we we step outside and we're already sort of fanning ourselves, and the the folks who live here are like, it's a bit nippy out, isn't it? Unseasonably mm -hmm. <laughs> chilly. It's very yes. strange. <laughs> um, nothing strange going on. Um, but yes, 
So... <laughs> I can just imagine... <laughs> um, Damien goes outside of the tent first, and Lenore's like, What's the weather like out there? It, it's hot and dry. It's a desert. Hold what on, do you expect? Let me consult the weather rock I bought in Kermaga. Mm, hold on. <laughs> Damien licks his finger and holds it up. It's hot and dry. We're in a desert. Fuck you. <laughs> Incredible. Um, after the festivities of last night, doing this whole, like, uh, welcoming thing for you and everything, people's uh, attitude toward you is sort of cooled. Like, people were pretty hyped because you'd beaten, uh, you'd beaten, uh, Krijan eats what he kills <gasps> at Sredna. Uh, but now they're kind of like, I mean, they're still Shamik and, like, you know, so anybody um, want to play Sredna? Uh, we got a lot to do, you know. Um, yeah, I don't feel like getting oh the gosh, back of my uh, head cut up today. You know, uh, look at cool my wrist. Uh, anyway, <laughs> uh, and so hunting parties are heading out, and um, uh, people are engaging in like work around the camp. All right, mm -hmm. uh, picking up trash from <laughs> previous night. <laughs> let's have a breakfast scene. What sort of eggs are we looking at? Are we looking at wyvern eggs? Oh my god! I think I think we're in the we're in a time for wyvern eggs. Huh? Wyvern eggs. Um, the uh, cooks among the Skodqua here will be preparing for you uh, a uh, a basically wyvern egg omelets. Oh my god! Uh, rather, they have uh, like a giant cooking stone that they just take this one wyvern egg and just crack it and then um, scramble it up a little bit. Uh, they throw uh, they throw like a little bit of seasoning on it. Um, some desert herbs and uh, some oh, salt yes. and pepper and um, a little bit of uh, a little bit of a very soft cheese that they melt over it and then fold it over uh, and one of these eggs is enough to feed uh, the four of you. Lenore is ecstatic. She's ecstatic. Ha! Ecstatic. Uh, um... Uh, Everybody else is also pretty pleased. It gives you a plus one bonus on attack rolls for the day. Oh my god! That's because it's very good. Oh my god! Okay, let me. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, just borrowing from uh, Wrath of the Righteous and uh, Pathfinder Kingmaker. I'm just uh, uh, putting, video games here. I'm just putting on my buffs. Uh, eggs. Eggs. <laughs> um, <laughs> what is that a specific type of bonus? Technically, uh, so if we're if we're going by the game, it's a it's a cooking bonus. Mm. So it's separate from everything else. Okay, untyped. Uh, cooking bonus. Cooking bonus. Uh, it's not one of those ty selectable types, but uh, yes. Uh, attack. You can thank Alcat Games for this nice buff. Excellent. Oh, this is delightful. Mm -hmm. Eggs. <laughs> ha. Uh, and uh, you are joined by Holic, uh, Hargev, uh, Nalmid, and Shadfrar. Yes. Uh, you explained to them the plan of uh, going through the shadow plane. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Well. Uh. So, we're planning on going to the Truth Speakers first today, uh, but because the walk is so long, we're actually gonna uh, walk through the Shadow Plane. Oh. I don't really understand how it works, but Unia can probably explain it better. Uh, um, so, um, I will actually have one of these guys talk. Um, Nalmid, uh, who is uh, a... Uh, was a very slender person of indeterminate gender. Uh, uh, um, ex excuse me. Um, uh, yes. Uh, so I have, I have a concern about the fact that we're going to be uh, traveling uh, between the planes. Yes, correct. It is, I assure you, 
At least as safe as walking these cinderlands on foot. I, uh, you'll you'll forgive me, um, uh, Corvosen, if uh, I have a few uh, concerns in that regard about uh, how um, safe that actually would be. Uh, there are many mm, creatures in uh, the Cinderlands. Uh, are you familiar with the uh, uh, the Man- the Nemorador? The what? Nemoradors. What is that? They're uh, creatures that like to hunt the gorges of the Storval Plateau, particularly places uh, where they overlap with the Plain of Shadow. And I worry that by tunneling around the Cinderlands, we might be inviting the Moradors to, um, huh, you know, uh, come after um, us. How do they compare to the other dangers in the Cinderlands? Significantly more, I believe. In- including the consideration of dying of heat exhaustion. Oh, much more dangerous than that. Could you explain to me a little more about the Nemoradors? Yes. See, Nemoradors, they're undead creatures, I think. They're. Are you familiar with wolves? Yes. Okay, well, they're like wolves, but. Made of shadow and shadow death. wolves. Shadow wolves. Undead I guess that's an easy shadow way. wolves. Yes. Are you yes. pulling my leg? No, 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 no. I'm certainly not. Damien, have you heard of Nemora doors? Has Damien heard of Nemora uh, You can roll on knowledge religion or knowledge planes. Ooh, knowledge planes is better. Uh, let me clack, clack, religion rocks, clack, clack, clack. Or. Oh. Er, Plains rocks, I guess. Uh, that's a natural 20 for a total of 41. What does Damien know? You about have, Nemor- in fact, heard of Nemoradors. They're, they're telling the truth, Unia. Um, Nemoradors uh, are... Uh, sorry, no, a Nemorador, uh, they stalk the night, craving the flesh of the living. Though they dwell in the shadow plane, the shadowy substance of that plane offers them only the barest, subsistence, or barest sustenance and they forever seek to cross over onto the material plane. Yet they can make this journey only on the eve of a death, and only in a place where the planes overlap the material. Mm. When they manage to make the leap between planes, a shooting star marks their passage. Attracted by the smell of cooking meat, but particularly vulnerable to flame, a Nemorador's most common meal is a traveler who has strayed from their campfire. Unattended babies are a treat so delectable, however, that a Nemorador will risk an encounter with dreaded fire if it spies an opportunity to snatch one. A Nemorador's skin is torn and loose over jutting bones, through which the wind whistles with a distinctive, eerie tone. Able to change between a quadrupedal and bipedal stance, the Nemorador is an admirable hunter. Oh my god. Mm-hmm. Um, are uh, are we on the e- are we on the eve of a death somehow? Um, well, uh, I don't I don't suppose any of us are un- unless uh, it would really depend on if um. Sorry again, this is uh now mid talking. Uh, uh, they they're just sort of uh they seem very nervous, mm-hmm. a very uh. uh Damien feels some sympathy with them. Yes. Um. And, and, the issue is they can only cross over to the material plane after a death. But if you're, um, as you say, um, uh, walking between the planes. Yes. It might be easier for them to attack us while we're between planes. 
Hmm. They might be able to attack us even if there hasn't been a death. Uh, is is that? Does Damien think that's a concern as well? Um, With a forty-one, that does actually seem likely. Uh, yeah. Um, as much as I like shadow walking, and by like I mean appreciate the convenience of more so than enjoy. He shudders a little bit. Um, that is actually a valid concern. See, see uh, I, I just, um, uh, I just, uh... What occasion have you had to learn about Nemoradors? Oh, you know, they're, they're one of those things that, um, uh, are, are, well, my mom told me about, um, uh, you know, when I was growing up. Uh, you know, it's one of the things that's out there, uh, along with, uh, you know, things like Spire Stalkers and, uh, Thunder Callers and, uh... Okay. You know, Dragoons and things like that. Yeah. Um, There's all sorts of stuff out there in the Cinderlands. Yeah. Um, you, would, you wouldn't believe how many things there are out in the Cinderlands. Are you okay to come with us? Oh, yes. I know a lot about all of those things. Okay. Which is why I'm coming with you. Okay. Okay. Because I, just, I, I feel Corvosans, like yourselves, um, wouldn't uh, have a lot of uh, consideration for the dangers that are out in the Cinderlands. N- you're 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 probably right. Uh, Damien looks apologetically at Unia. I am right. So, uh, what do you suggest we do instead? Well, um, uh, I mean, I would suggest that you know, I mean, also our job as as uh, your escorts is to is to witness you, and I don't know that there's a lot of witnessing happening if we're always going to be in between the planes or. Uh, whatever you said. Well, um, I, I thought I thought the primary witnessing was of like the important things that we're gonna be doing once we get to wherever we're going. Do you like to have Damien roll diplomacy? <laughs> With that that zero. All right, come on, sweetheart. Come on. A seven. <laughs> A seven. Yeah. Uh, now now mid's like. I, I just feel like, you know, part of the journey is, you know, getting there. And yeah, um, if you're just going to be bypassing the entire journey. Um, I mean, who, who am I to say, though? Uh, I mean, you, you just are now, man, you know, uh, I mean, your your input is really appreciated. That that's part of the whole reason you're here. Yeah. So, um, OK. Uh, OK. OK. Um, so if we're just regular walking, um, it's going to take us like. How long to travel to the Lyrunqua? Um, well, uh, let me see. Um, you would probably be able, if you're walking, you'd probably be able to move about 16 miles in a day. Jesus. Yeah. I, I don't feel like we have, like, nine days to spend, you know, getting to the, the, I feel like we don't have, like, seven days to spend getting to the Lyrunqua, though, like, okay. Okay, just I, you know, if we get eaten by the Mordors. No, 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 no. Do you have? Do you have? Do you do you have horses that we can use? Uh, and um, he sort of goes, um, uh, sort of goes, uh, um, uh, yeah, um, uh, we talk to Chief One Life. Uh, I think we might have a few horses we can use. Um, okay. Yeah. Do you do you have eight horses? Um, you will quickly learn that eight horses is actually quite outside the uh, bounds of what they can provide to you. Yeah, yeah. Nine horses, actually. 
Oh, you have nine God. people. That's right. That's yeah. right. Because Trini is like, excuse me. <laughs> oh, we just uh, like, uh, sorry. I, I, I thought you would be riding with, um, uh, um, uh, Ophelia. your, your, uh, girlfriend. Yes. Oh, um, well, I mean, we're not, um, Ophelia looks at Trinia. We're, uh, we're very happy together. Um, uh, thank you. <laughs> girlfriend. Girlfriend? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, like. Yeah. Ophelia squeezes Trinia's hand and sort I, of I, like, literally a bit. died with you, so, yeah. you know. So they do not have enough horses for us. No. Okay. Um, another problem that we're potentially running into here is that uh, we need to cross this river. Mm. And the only ford is with the people who already don't like us. Do you all have any alternative options for I mean, crossing could, the river? We could, we could just, I mean, we could just try swimming. Uh, no, no, it's like, can you swim? Can all of you swim? Uh, I can swim. Great, we'll swim. Wait. <laughs> I can swim. Uh, he's, he's like, Aholic? And Aholic's like, yeah, I can swim too. It's cool, man. Uh, and then it's like, uh, Hargiv? Yep. Yeah. I, I can swim it. It's no problem. I can cast Slipstream on a couple people who Sh- can't, who aren't, who aren't course, very, yeah, I can swim. It's totally who fine. Who aren't very good at swimming. I can cast. There. I can You're welcome. I've come up with four voices just now. Hey, <laughs> look at you go. There we go. Maybe uh, I'll be good at it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm very proud of you. Yes. Uh, <laughs> anyway. Okay. Uh, so I think, yeah, I can cast spells. Uh, Damien can cast spells. We can probably get over the river wherever. Um, what if, uh, would we be able to, like, shadow walk, like, halfway, and then regular walk the rest of the way? Do you, like, uh, now, uh, Nelma, do you have, like, any idea, like... Um, actually, about this point, Shadowfar will come along and be like, Hi, uh, yeah, so, Nelmid, um, is like this. I think the shadow walking sounds great. And I would much prefer to do that. Me, me too. Like how it, about how about we put it to a vote? Uh Unia says all in favor of shadow walking and raises their hand. Shadfra raises her hand. Uh, uh Aholic raises his hand. Uh o- um, Ophelia and Unia or Ophelia and Lenore will raise their hands. Trinia raises her hand. Damien keeps his hand down. So, how many four we have? We have Aholic, Shadfar, Lenore. Yeah, we have Aholic, Shadfar, three members of the party. Uh, so, it, it sounds like it's a five to four. Or, Trinia raised her hand as well. Trinia so, raised it's, her six, hand it's well. six to three. Damien, uh, um, Nalmed, and... Hargiv, slightly older, uh, Bone Slayer, he's like, He's like, you know, back in my day, we didn't use any of that planer nonsense. You know, we was always going out into the into the wild, just me and a bow, and and uh. You can uh, you can still have your bow. I can have my bow. Nobody's gonna take my bow. <laughs> Nobody's gonna take my bow. Gonna take it from my cold dead hands is what they're gonna do. <laughs> <laughs> uh. So, uh, I guess we're shadow walking then. Do you have any, like, like anti, uh, uh, undead shadow wolf things? Nope. 
Okay. We're giving you everything that we can give you. Okay. Uh, well, I guess we'll keep an eye out. Uh, Technically, I mean, if we really have to, I could cast Hide from Undead. Yep, I can do that too. Mahalik also says, Yeah, it's all good. We can totally cast Hide from Undead. We totally fine. It'll be great. That sounds like a great idea. I'm not actually familiar with how long that lasts. The last 10 minutes. Uh, this is uh, Holic talking. He goes, it lasts 10 minutes per level. They can cast it on one creature per uh, one creature per level. Uh, and it renders us completely undetectable by undead for the duration. What's your level? My level? Man, I don't like to put numbers on things. <laughs> You know, you know, like you Corvosans, you always want to put numbers How on How many everything. people can you hide from undead? How many people can I hide from undead? Yep. Um, yeah, I, I mean, that's what I'm saying, man. I don't like to, I don't want to be, con like, my, maybe I could my, do five, maybe I could do my, three. My friend, it is extremely important that if we are doing hide from undead, we are able to hide the entire party. These creatures like to go after people who are traveling alone. Yeah, man, you're just really harsh in my vibe, dude. Um, but, you know, Shadfar. Like hey, Shadfar. How many people can you hide from undead? Me? Yeah. Three. Three. At All a right. time. All right. But I can cast it like up to six times a day. Okay. That is more than sufficient. Also, I think. these guys uh, have the same training as me, so they should be able to do the same thing. Great. That's awesome. Fantastic. So technically, we have three times six, 18 times four. <laughs> uh, so, uh, 72. Is that, is that right? 72. So it is? Hey, look at you with your fucking numbers. <laughs> <laughs> I have an int of 25. Okay, so we can, we can, we have a total of, that's 30 minutes each. So. Cool. So that's more than sufficient. Uh, we can cast it on all of us for a four-hour trip at least. Uh, you can also cast Sanctuary. And here's, the, here's what we're working with. We have Cause Fear, Cure Light Wounds, Detect Undead, Hide from Undead, Sanctuary, and then a bunch of cantrips. Oh, I could put Death Watch up. Why didn't you lead with that? I Look, if you do it in town, people start to freak out at you. No, they don't. In Corvosa, they do. Oh, of course. Well, Corvosans think that everything is necromancy and everything's bad. I mean, Death Watch is necromancy, and we did just go through a huge plague that was put okay, on. But by the important part, <laughs> see, this is the problem with you Corvosans, as you think anything that deals with soul magic is bad, right? Look, but not all soul magic is bad. I agree. Right? I'm not actually even from Corvosa. I'm from the thief anyway, camp outside Corvosa. This, 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 this conversation takes place for the yes. first hour of the shadow yes. walking. Yes. They, they bicker the entire way. <laughs> um, and you do come to the uh, banks of the Yondabakari River. All right. Um, now, where along the river would you like to approach? Um, well, um, anyway, I'm going to highlight the river for you in yellow. It's this lovely river right Yellow for Yandabakari. Hey. Um, so I think uh, we'd probably like to cross it as soon as we can. So if we just move it like a um, 
sort of a line perpendicular to the river, just going like straight yes. north. Um, and then we'll head over toward the... Yes. Uh, you come to a place where the river is about, um, let's say, um, a quarter of a mile wide. Okay. Uh, it's kind of slow moving. You can see uh, up toward the uh, toward the northeast, it's coming out of the mountains where it cuts actually quite a jagged line. Mm. But over the course of uh, a few like a few dozen miles or something, I think it's the mountains are about thirty miles away. You can see the mountains from here. Um, then there's rolling hills, so you don't necessarily see the river the whole time. But in the times where you can see the river coming around bends a little bit closer, uh, it, it's widened out, so it's moving slower. Mm -hmm. um, it, it does seem pretty deep still, though. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, um, the party as a whole is not great at swimming. What's the deal with um, Ophelia's fins to feet? Um, if she goes in the water, does she get her fins back? Or? You get your fins back, yes. Okay. Um, so Ophelia is good to swim across. Mm -hmm. Lenore can cast Slipstream on two people. That will give them a swim speed of 20 feet. Um, and um, the, the Bone Slayers have said they're good to swim. Uh, so we'll trust them on that. Um, so that's... Uh, three people uh, on, in my party taken care of. Uh, and then Damien can cast Fly on himself and Trinia. Um, casting it once and then uh, reprepping it and casting it again. Okay. Um, um, so I'm going to make uh, four, four swim checks for the Bone Slayers. Uh, okay. Yep. Two. Yep. Good. Oh, also, it only costs me uh, two arcane pool points to reprep uh, fly now because I have improved spell recall. All right, um, about midway through the river, uh, a holic uh, starts to seem kind of tired. Oh, uh, he's like, this is. He he actually starts like treading water. And he's like, this is a lot wider than I thought it was. Uh, Lenore, oh. Lenore has slipstream on, um, so Lenore, Lenore is going to, uh, sort of grab the guy, um, she has a, yeah. and Ophelia will come over and help, uh, and they'll sort of, alright, and we'll, we'll, we'll see if we can assist him on his swim checks, um, neither, because, uh, we, neither, I feel like neither of us have to make swim checks because the water's relatively calm. Yeah, it's pretty calm. Yeah. Um. It's just, it's just pretty wide. Yeah, yeah. Uh, normally it's totally fine. It's just the, the the wolf skin. He points to the wolf skin on his head. It's just getting so heavy, man. It's just so heavy, yeah, man. Um, here, let's uh, let's 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 get you over to the other side. Uh, <sighs> and you're aiding him. Yeah, yeah. Right. With um, the, with the aid of two people, he's able to get over. Uh, he is fatigued now. Okay. Um, uh, we will give one of our potions of lesser restoblasty. I mean, lesser restoration. Uh, to a holic. Right, so now you have five. Yes. All right, and so he is cured of his fatigue. Uh, took you about an hour to get here. Mm-hmm. You like to continue on? Yes. Uh, continuing shadow walk? Yes. Uh, so, uh, how close are you skirting to the orc city of Erglen? Oh, we are, uh, From where you are, it's basically a straight shot to House of the Moon, but you would go right past Erglen. Um. Hmm. Oh. Hmm. 
I don't want to find out what the shadow plane equivalent of Erglin is. <laughs> it seems like it might be worse. Yes. <laughs> so how about we skirt around that a little bit? Okay, so you're giving it a wide berth. Yeah. Uh, which way are you going? Toward the north or toward the... Uh... Uh, to the north. Okay, so you're... So... There's like to draw on the map for me. So it's sort of like that. Okay. Giving it like a little bit wider berth. Yeah. Around the middle. Um, what are we talking? Like a 20, 20 mile rate? Yeah. You give you give it a uh, a wide berth. And run right into the shadow plane version of the city of Erglin, which was founded just a few miles to the east. <laughs> um let me see. So. Uh and then as before, uh we're not gonna, uh, like, stay in Shadow Walk and, uh, pop out in the middle of their camp, because that's, that's, that's rude. So, uh. so after, after several hours of following on this coiling path between the Shadow Plane and the material, um, actually, give me a survival. Uh, All right. I'm actually gonna roll, uh, survival for the, uh, for the, uh, Bone Slayers as well. Uh... Does uh, Unia get a bonus to their survival check from Guiding Star? What does Guiding Star do? Oh, um, actually, it's a, so it says you form a bond with your surroundings when you cast the spell. Uh -huh. For the for the remaining duration of the spell, which is a day per level, you can always, as a standard action, determine your approximate distance from that area as well as the direction you must travel in order to reach it. It also says though you cannot determine the location of the area if you are on a different plane. It would not work then. Okay. Um. Um. All right. Uh, so Argev, uh is able to look above at at sort of the uh, at sort of the uh, it's it, uh, the way that I like to describe this is uh, if you've ever gotten outside the map in a video game uh -huh. and you can see through the backs <laughs> of models, it's yes. kind of like what yes. it's like uh, when you're doing this. That you can see trees above you and grass poking out of <laughs> some sort of invisible structure. Um, and there's, and it's almost like there's like a fine mesh over the world uh -huh. uh, that looks like it would probably be dirt if you were to get closer. And then similarly below you, there's this oily veil, you uh, like beneath your feet, and you're kind of in uh, a uh, almost like almost like the texture of a snakeskin kind of coiling thing that goes Ooh. through the ground. You can see them all like branching out, and, you, and they twist and turn as you're moving. Um, That's really cool. Putting you out in weird spots, uh, and so uh, I every roll now and then you see some animals above. <laughs> you can see like giant geckos moving around. <laughs> uh, you can see uh, actually, uh, you do at a couple points see these uh, things that look like wolves with their skin falling off, <laughs> stalking um, upside down below you. Uh, <laughs> And uh, as soon as you see one of them, the Bone Slayers uh, will collectively cast Hide from Undead to mm -hmm. get everybody. Mm -hmm. Now Mid just sort of goes, I, mean, I still don't think we should be doing it this way. Shut up. <laughs> they can't hear us. The, the spell prevents them from detecting us. <laughs> anyway. um, but eventually... You do start to see the Wyvern Mountains rising in the west. Um, so, uh, survival checks. Lenore got a 14. Unia yeah, got you, a you guys 23. Are fine. Uh, oh, okay. 
Uh, I got one of the bone slayers got a twenty three. Oh, okay. So between the two of you, uh, anybody get higher than a twenty three? Uh, I don't think it's possible for any of my characters or any for Ophelia or Damien to roll higher than okay. that. Yeah, no. So yeah, um, between the two twenty threes, you manage to find your way through the shadow plane. Um, the the bone slayers seem a little bit perturbed by it, but uh, they're fine. And you see the Wyvern Mountains starting to rise in the distance. The shadow equivalent of Erglin has a has a dull green glow over it Ooh, all the time. Don't like that. Yes. Don't like that. Or below it from where you are. Above mm. it. I don't know. Uh, anyway. <laughs> don't like that. Um, uh, but you do see a hill on which stands a rather impressive looking uh, shrine of mm. some sort. Um, there's a coiling path that goes up the hill. It's rather craggy on the sides. Um, let me we, see. We will pop out a little ways away from the foot of the hill. Uh, you you can now see this shrine rising above the surrounding landscape. Uh, it's probably about a mile or two off from where you are right now. Rather, the foot of the hill is about a mile or two off from where you are right now. Mm-hmm. What would you like to do? Mm-hmm. I would like to look around and see if there is anything or anyone in the vicinity. Okay. Give me a perception. All right. We'll have Damien roll first. Or survival, depending on how you're doing this. All right. Uh, I, I was just thinking perception. Uh, I feel the 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 path in which we are going is uh, relatively straightforward. Uh, okay. Damien got a 26. Ophelia got a 20. Damn. Unia, also not very good at perception. 21. I'm using all of my good rolls. All of them. Uh, and that's a 24 for Lenore. So uh, 26 uh, with two aids, so 30, and nobody got below a 20, which I don't think will ever, ever happen again. You see? Um, okay. So you do notice um, a coil of smoke rising uh, from the desert uh, near a little uh, copse of rather dried out looking trees uh, and you can actually uh, getting closer you can see there are horses uh, hitched to this area okay uh, and uh, and some cattle grazing in the surrounding area oh um do any of you happen to know who this is mm. uh, and uh, uh, Hargev uh, the gruff one goes Yep, sounds like it's probably like Rune Qua. You know, they, they do uh they do have some livestock around these parts. Nomadic people, so they like their food to be able to travel with them. That makes sense. Yep, yep, basically uh. how it goes. They don't really have what you would call a local, like, village or anything. I guess the House of the Moon is sort of the place they come back to pretty often, but it's not always, you know, kind of their thing. So if we wanted to go and say hello... And ask where to find the truth speaker. Would this be a good place to ask? Yeah, probably good as any. All right. Um, do y'all want to go first and let them know that we don't, we're not here to fuck up anything? That's probably why we're here. Yep. Yeah, probably. Mm. <laughs> and uh, the party will let the uh, um, bone slayers. Uh, go ahead of us toward this uh, toward this cabin. So, you approach the camp? We do. Okay. 
you will uh, see when you're getting a little bit, a couple hundred feet off. Mm -hmm. um, you see, it looks like there are four women dressed in light gray scales uh, padded with white fur underneath. Ooh. Uh, necklaces of tooth and bone uh, and silver tattoos covering their arms and on their foreheads. Uh, a tattoo of a crescent moon. That's cool. As you get within sight, are you like making your presence known? Um, well, yeah, we'll we'll have all of our weapons down. Uh, uh, hey, what what should we do uh, to let them know that we're okay? Uh, should we put our hands up? Should we not put our hands up? Should we call out? Should we not call out? They go. Uh, well, business. So uh, Har Hargov sort of goes. Eh, best let me do the talking. I've been dealing with the light room well, my whole life. Really? And probably going on uh, about thirty-five years now. You strike me as being so diplomatic and friendly. This yep. is definitely uh, a good idea. Yep. Um, uh, Lenore, Lenore sort of looks at the other boat slayers like, "Any of you want to do this instead?" <laughs> they, they all sort of, sort of, sort of like, "No, I don't like talking to Lightroom Qua. They're, <laughs> they're all, they're all like really stuck up and hoity-toity. And it's like, ah, handle it. It's all fine. Yeah, me and the Lightroom Qua. They go, we go back so far. It's all right. Great, great. Uh, are you letting Hargev take point? Uh, yes." <laughs> I don't feel like we ha I don't I don't I don't know if we have any oh, how about how about Hargev and Ophelia Hargev and Ophelia okay so Hargev uh this bone slayer uh again uh, all the bone slayers have their faces painted white with the black uh on their cheekbones and a black black on their nose to uh give their faces the appearance of skulls uh Hargev uh has like a has like a prominent jaw and uh and prominent cheekbones though these features are kind of amplified by the makeup that he's wearing he's like hey ladies ladies of the Lyrun Qua fine warrior women ah uh, my name's Hargev of the Scone Qua and I know you might be wondering what's a Scone Qua doing with a bunch of Shamak oh bastards my God. Hi, we are the cover of night. We are requesting politely audience with uh, one of your truth speakers. Um, and one of the one of the women, a very tall woman. She's probably about like six foot two. Hello. Um, uh, she has again these gray scales uh, as like shoulder and like a tunic, but like the legs are are kind of open from the hip down to uh, the uh, leather and fur boots which are also padded with these gray scales. She has a little band of either either teeth or tusks of some sort around her upper thigh on one leg and and a fur uh, a fur uh, band around her other leg uh, also patterned with the gray scales. And as you approach, she she like uh, reaches to her sides and pulls forth two star knives which she <laughs> spins in her hands for a moment and go, "Yes." I was wondering why the Skonqua brings Shamek to this sacred home. Uh, well, I was hoping that would actually be a way to ease the tension, oh but it seems like uh, it hasn't. Um, oh my god. Um, uh, <gasps> uh, Damien will come forward. You're Desnans. We are. I'm, I'm Desnan. I like your star knives. They don't seem particularly uh, 
impressed by this. Uh, do you want to roll diplomacy to like break the ice? I would. I would love to have Ophelia roll. <laughs> no, I. I think this is Damien. We are. Uh, we're the cover of night. We are. Uh, we're really. We're here looking for your help. Um, and we heard that your resources and your expertise are will be invaluable to us in 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 helping. Um, Thank you for having patience with us as we navigate this unfamiliar place. That is a 37. Uh, and yeah, with a 37, uh, she sort of eyes uh, you, eyes, eyes Ophelia and Damien up and down, looks at the Sconequa Bone Slayers at your sides. It is not commonplace for Shamek to step foot near the house of the moon. But, she looks at Damien, a pilgrim of Desna must be welcome, for the house of the moon has stood for untold eons as a shelter to traveling nomads. If you respect it, she looks at Ophelia and then sort of scans the rest of you, you are welcome to pay homage to Our Lady. Okay. But I regret to tell you the House of the Moon is not safe right now. Oh? What's Why have you come here? I, I, um... But simply for the temple, or...? We were going to talk to one of your truth speakers. We need an endorsement. We seek information from the Sklarqua, and they don't really like us, understandably. Yes, it is very unlikely that any here would trust Shamak such as yourselves. Yeah. We're looking to... I am Tek... I am Tekrakai, vanguard of the Lyrun Qua. I have come here to secure the House of the Moon before our speaker comes. Tekarkai, it's yes. wonderful to meet you. I'm Ophelia Seren. These are my friends. We call ourselves the Cover of Night. Uh, and we also have uh, these Bone Slayers from the Sconequa here to vouch for us. Mm. We are uh, where we come from, skilled warriors. Uh, would you like help? <sighs> Mm, or assistance would be instrumental in the taking of the temple. Um, you see, uh, I I attempted with several of my sisters, but many of them fell in our first attempt. There's a creature there, um, a, a terrible creature, much like... Uh, uh, actually, let me see if she knows exactly what it is. Mm. Let me see if she actually knows what it is. All right. Uh, uh, yes, she goes. There is a creature that has made the 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 house of the moon its home. We, as I said, we are the vanguard of the Lyrun Qua. Um, I came here with a group of twelve women. It is time soon for us to pay homage to Desna and the Song of the Spheres. However. Many were lost when we tried to clear the temple. Now there is only myself and my sisters, uh, Iklai, Meva, and Yandri. 
Oh no, I'm so sorry. Our first leader was cut down when we tried to take the place, and now the burden of, res of leadership falls on me. I am not happy to admit that taking the temple is perhaps beyond my skill, but with you and your bone slayers, perhaps we may be successful. Then, when Truth Speaker Akram arrives with the rest of the tribe, we can welcome you, introduce you to him, and if he sees your cause to be just, he may aid you. Yeah, I mean, we're happy to help however we can. Yes. It's a strange creature, a being of red flesh and winged with many eyes. I do not know the name of it. But it is a ferocious beast and cuts down, uh, cut down my sisters with skill. Um, did it, what sort of attacks did it cut them down with? It attacked us with uh, a bite and two claws. <laughs> it also had the ability to, after it hit people with the two claws, to tear them apart even more. Rend? Yes, the universal monster ability, Rend. I think we all know it. <laughs> It also had a de devastating roar that any who heard it, it struck fear into their hearts. Especially those who were closer, they would run in fear. Okay. Those who were further away seemed less afraid. Okay. Somewhere around a barrier of about 30 feet. <laughs> See, if you were within 30 feet and you failed your saving throw, you would want to run away. <laughs> Um, can I make uh, some sort of check at penalty? Yeah, you can make a uh, knowledge uh, arcana. Knowledge arcana? Ooh, yes. okay, okay. Based on this description. All right. Uh, although oh, these, no, these things that you have been told would count as facts if you get it correct. God damn it. What'd you get? Uh, so Damien got a 22. Um, can we have... You have no idea what you're talking can about. Can we have the real, the real smart, uh, nervous bone slayer role as well? Nope. No? <laughs> he doesn't know anything about that. All right. Uh, they don't have knowledge arcana. Uh, Lenore has a rank in knowledge arcana. They have knowledge religion. Uh, Lenore rolled a nine. Nope. You don't know what that is. <laughs> David's like, I I have no idea what that is. Honestly, um, could could you draw me a picture? <laughs> um. Well, I'm not a very skilled artist. So she she goes. She grabs a stick. She starts drawing in the dirt. Roughly looks like the shape of like I don't know, like a gorilla with wings. <laughs> She's like, no, wait, those wings are too big. Smaller wings. Perhaps these. Fly, my pretties, fly! No, no, the wings are too big. It did not seem to rely on the flying. It was more of a gliding sort of fly. Uh, I don't really... It, it mostly was on the ground. It liked to be in the in the, the place. Okay. Um, place. Uh, did your weapons seem to be helpful against it? Did they do enough damage? Um... Yes, I, I I suppose they were good. Okay. Um, I didn't, you know, I was more concerned about my sisters dying in combat. De definitely, I didn't definitely. Really uh, notice, like, like I said, there were twelve of us, and eight of them are now dead. Yeah, no, it's um, it's. It I'm was, definitely just trying to prevent further. Yes. Yes. 
Um, I also I failed my knowledge check. You see, I, it's, I it's okay. I I failed I my knowledge. Don't really have. I, I failed my knowledge check too. It happened. I don't. I'm not actually trained in knowledge arcana. Oh damn. So, you know. Okay. Well, you know, would Trinia be able to roll knowledge arcana? Right. Yeah. You have a bard, don't you? I do. <laughs> I was literally Sorry. just reminded of this because the the knowledge skills are up in the chat. Uh. <laughs> Fuck! Trini has no idea. God um, damn it! Trini rolled a three. Like, so I guess we're just going to sort of like go in as a big giant group and hopefully not all die, huh? Yeah, that, that... Anyway, stay away from the claws and it roars sometimes. Stay away from the claws, stay away from the teeth. And if... And it roars. And if, uh, and if we are successful, then the, the song of the spheres grace you with its beautiful voice. Oh, thank you. That's so nice. Oh my god. Yes. Okay. We will all sing in unison. That sounds lovely. Um, our party will do what they do best, running in unprepared to an area with enemies in it who are just going to go and fight. Yes. She goes, <laughs> now, obviously, because I don't like your skull makeup, uh, the, the, the bone slayers can't come. What? Because it's just too many people for the GM to track. Oh, okay. It's you. probably I'm good. I'm kidding. They can come with us. It's fine. Hey! More cannon fodder. And if any of us die, it will look bad for your appeal to the Sklarqua. Fuck, this is like the worst... She doesn't say the, anything. The, the, the worst <laughs> escort quest ever. Yes. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, so, in this little staging area, the Bone Slayers will take up flanking positions along the back. Like this. Mm-hmm. Kai is going to... Uh, move toward uh, sort of the mid area. Actually, she's in the right spot for where she wants to be. With her sisters sort of taking up positions like this. She's got one blocking in front of her. Uh, how would the last of you like to go into formation? Here? Uh, Lenore will Lenore will uh, take the front. Uh, okay. Ophelia will join her as sort of like uh, invisible so she can uh, run around behind it and smack it. Yeah. Damien and Trini Unia. will go to the middle. Yeah. Damien and Unia. Well, Unia will be in the middle and Damien will be in the back. Actually, no, Damien will be in the middle as well, keeping in mind that the uh, the Bone Slayers are considerably lower hit dice than he is. <laughs> and also that he's buffed to the gills. Okay. Uh, um, Trini would then actually move to here, probably. All right. Um, Trini is going to have a haste ready. All right. So she can do the one-two combo of uh, haste, inspire courage when, Excellent. It, when time comes. That is always right. tasty. So as you're taking this winding path up the hill, um, the hill itself is actually quite smooth. Uh, it's it's a promontory that's uh, quite a ways away from most of the mountains here. Uh, it's very windswept with this sandstone that has been uh, smoothed out over the years. Pretty. One thing that you do notice as you're as you're getting closer is the temple itself is it it has extremely well cut features on it. Uh, the corners are sharp. Uh, the the towers are smooth. It seems to be constructed with expert masonry. Wow. Um, it's it's uh seems to be made of like silvery stone. Oh, wow. Uh, and uh, it looks like it could have been built yesterday. Would I know? Is it being protected with some sort of magic, or is it just a little hard to tell from the distance? All right, uh, Damien, who is uh, excitedly explaining uh, the deal of uh, casting spells through hero cards, uh, mm -hmm. will also begin uh, complimenting the uh, uh, the stonework mm -hmm. and the temple as they go up. Just like, mm -hmm. oh, wow, that that is really amazing. Yeah. I 
I can't. It, it looks like it was built yesterday. How is it still being protected? This is amazing. We do not know. It is the song of the spheres that reinforces it. It's that's incredible. It has always been here since since the time of the thrall keepers, even before some say. Wow, that is that is so cool. And um, as Tekarkai is guiding you up the path, um, you get, as you're getting closer, basically the tower is about 100 feet tall mm-hmm. uh, at, at its center. There's a silver sphere capping the central peak. Uh, it's like the moon had fallen out of the sky and been impaled on the steeple. That's so cool! Um, as you're getting closer, you can see there's a 30-foot opening when the curving sides are framed by the long peacock-like tail feathers of an immense butterfly or moth-like creature. It's a star monarch. Oh my god. Hold on, you, hold on, roll, roll your fucking knowledge <laughs> check. <laughs> Jesus. Quit metagaming. No, knowledge planes? Uh, uh, I believe that's actually knowledge arcana. Okay. They are uh, magical creatures. Uh, that's a 34. Uh, yeah, you, you know what a star monarch is. Uh... Let me pull up the stat block. <laughs> you can't just throw out that you know things. <laughs> I worship Desna and I have 21 knowledge arcana. Okay. Yes, uh, the, the carving does appear to be a star monarch. Is a brightly colored, this says moth. I take issue with the idea of calling a moth a monarch. <laughs> uh, monarchs famously are butterflies. <laughs> uh, it says that it rises taller than a house. Long tail resembling peacock feathers trails behind the creature. Uh, star monarchs are magical emissaries, the guide and protector of those who wander in, uh, on the guardian of dreams. They fly in glowing clouds through the void of space, visiting the worlds, uh, visiting the world to watch over the faithful. A star monarch spins streamers of sticky silver, weaving evanescent gossamer cocoons to enrobe those who slumber under their protection. These cocoons sublimate into wisps of half-remembered dreams with the coming of dawn. Star monarchs rarely intervene directly in combat. More often, helping good creatures by aiding them from the shadows, guiding their paths, or guarding them while they sleep. They're so gentle and good. Yes, they're very good. Uh, this one is carved of the same silvery stone, uh, and uh, watches over the and the thirty foot tall entryway. I don't have knowledge masonry or lore. I don't have lore masonry, so I don't know if I can figure out where that stone has come from. Uh. <laughs> uh. Uh, as you're getting closer, uh, the the uh, the bone slayers knock their arrows. The uh, the moon maidens uh, take out uh, a few of their slightly less shiny uh, star knives. They have uh, they have a couple sets of star knives actually. Mm. Um, they have actually just to make sure that I'm being honest here. Uh, they have six. Regular star knives and two plus one star knives. Ah, uh-uh, okay. Okay. So they're gonna hold on to the plus ones. Uh, and yeah. All right. Uh, and we are approaching the entryway. Damien would like to charge up his deck of cards with a plus plus two shocking. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. So you start to come toward the uh, entryway. Mm-hmm. Uh, and who's going in? All right. Um. Lenore and Ophelia are going to um, lead the way, I think. Um, Ophelia invisible, Lenore 
very visible. Um, are you sneaking up, or are you... Um, I suppose... Yeah, let's try. <laughs> um, Ophelia leading the way, invisible sneaking? Yes, Ophelia leading the way, invisible sneaking. I will have her roll stealth. Holy crap. Uh, social act. I don't think I can get a plus 10 from the Ring of Chameleon power when I'm invisible. No. Um, so that's a 25. Oh, no, I don't want to. I don't want to go through what the moon phase is right now. <laughs> we'll just we'll just say it's a. Uh, we'll just use the plus one bonus. Okay. Twenty five, uh, and then plus the twenty for being invisible. Yes, because you're moving. So four forty five. Forty five. All right. So Ophelia, you stealth your way up. Uh, how far ahead of the group are you getting? I want to come into the room and like wait on the inside of the door. Stepping into the room, you will find uh, a large. Dais uh, on a pivot point uh, in the center. There is a giant star knife. Basically, there is a uh, there is a uh, white cone that protrudes from the center of the floor uh, up about fifteen feet into the air, um, and it comes to a very sharp point on which balances this giant star knife twenty feet from end to end. Wow. Yes. Ophelia, can can Ophelia briefly assess its tip-over ability? I mean, it looks like it could fall off at any second. Oh, okay, so it's probably being held up by magic. Um, there are a bunch of animal carcasses in uh, strewn across the floor, and several humanoid carcasses piled in a corner, with one of them uh, currently in the claws of a giant red, as I said, gorilla-like creature. Yeah? Uh, that That is gnawing on the bones of uh, someone who seems to have once been uh, one of the moon maidens. Jesus. Um, as as you're coming in, it's sort of sitting there <laughs> gnawing at, uh, gnawing at like uh, one of the arm bones, just like like chewing on uh, this thing. Not really like eating, but just sort of like gnawing on the bone. Okay. Um, yeah, I have no Rick's uh, knowledge. It's, it's sort of curled up under the western point of the giant star knife. Okay. Uh, huddled up uh, as if, uh, you know, just sort of relaxing. And it doesn't seem to notice me. Nope. Okay. The rest of the, I think while Ophelia has snuck in, the rest of the party is going to be approaching uh, mm -hmm. quietly. Uh, I don't know how stealthy all of us can be together. Um, <laughs> Not. <laughs> so um, I think uh, as as Lenore gets to... Um, I mean, the Lyrunqua uh, maidens can uh, probably stealth pretty well. Yeah, Lenore is not great at stealthing. Uh, <laughs> it is their favorite terrain. Lenore has a plus three to stealth. I can, yeah, I'll, I'll roll stealth for the Lyrunqua. Okay, yeah, I'll roll stealth for Lenore. <laughs> Just gonna fucking step on a branch. Uh, yeah, that's a fourteen. That's not great. Um, right. The moon maidens uh, stealth up actually quite deftly uh, toward the edges, uh, taking up flanking positions outside the entryway. Okay. Um, They're stacked up, like ready to go. All right, Unia got Sorry. a two. Unia got a two. They stumble going up the. Uh, um, going up the incline a little and bit. One of, one of the one of the uh, moonmates goes. It's eating. And they sort of gesture for you to come up slowly. All right. Um, I think. Oh, can we roll for initiative? Hmm. 
Um, do I get a surprise round off? Uh, how how close? Well, hold on. Where is everybody? Oh, okay. Um, so Unia is waiting to move in after Lenore moves in. Lenore would like to uh, nod in the room at where Ophelia said she was going to hide, uh, and Ophelia would like to run up and startling appearance this motherfucker. Okay. Uh, so let me take up uh, positions with my guys out here. Okay. What was your what was your what was your stealth check? Uh, for Ophelia. Ophelia. Forty five. Forty five. Okay. Um, and right, people are moving to get into position. Um, actually, uh, as the Lyrunqua move into position, uh, the creature goes, <laughs> and sort of tosses the corpse off to the side and, <laughs> and like starts grunting at the door. Is it in any language? Pops up its cheeks. <laughs> And starts uh, sort of walking this way. And Ophelia would like to run up and frightening appearance it. I actually have frightening appearance now. Okay. Uh, in that case, roll for initiative. Yeah. Um, you do get a surprise round off. Yeah. All right. But, but one initiative check for the Bone Slayers and one initiative check for the uh, Moon Maidens. Sounds good. Uh, all right. Uh, so Ophelia got a 22. Lenore got a 16. Unia got a 16. They rolled really well. Uh, Damien got a 14. Trinia got a 6. The highest initiative among the Bone Slayers is a 22.02, so it goes behind Ophelia. And the highest uh, initiative for the Moon Maidens is a 15. I believe the only person that actually made it into the surprise round is Ophelia. Hey! Uh, oh, let me, let me uh, roll in this creature. Oh, uh, just so that I remember, as part of initiative check. Wow, it got last in initiative. This hey. thing is probably not going to live a very long time. <laughs> uh, as part of your initiative checks, uh, Damien and Trinia may make knowledge arcana checks while looking at the creature. Ah, all right. <laughs> Maybe we can do better than a natural one this time. You also were taking a minus 10 because uh, the lady didn't know uh, is... how to identify it. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, that's a total of 30. You will have heard... Rumors of creatures such as this. It is a hulking humanoid that towers at a height of 10 feet. Its body is thick and hairless. It's uh, gray flesh uh, flushing with crimson uh, along the arms and legs. Strangely tiny bat-like wings jut from the shoulder blades while its gangly claws swing down to its ankles. Three separate pairs of crimson eyes hint at the creature's cruel intellect, but its powerful jaws and razor-sharp talons dismiss any suggestion of docility. It is a creature known as a Red Reaver. <gasps> Slow-witted but possessed of a dangerous temper, massive Red Reavers are violent forces of nature. With uh, weights of almost uh, 4,500 pounds, they often leave sizable depressions in the ground where they crash upon the earth with their disproportionately small wings. While Red Reavers do not seek out creatures in battle, are rarely aggressive at first, these simple creatures' territorial natures and tendency to misinterpret threats uh, make uh, approaching one an exceedingly dangerous proposition. Red Reavers are omnivorous. They spend days uh, at a time hunting along rivers and secluded shorelines for fish or larger creatures that come to the water to drink. While Red Reavers often seek out caves in foul weather, most of the time these brutes merely collapse where they stand when, over when overcome by slumber. Simple in both heart and mind, Red Reavers are often transfixed by the natural beauty of random curiosities. 
On occasion, red reavers have been spotted standing uh, as still as statues watching multicolored sunsets. Others might be beguiled for hours when they spy their own reflection in a clear pool of water. Uh, tales are told of red reavers drawn to traveling bards, the red reaver listening to the minstrel music with fascination, but unintentionally tearing the hapless performer to shreds after the exhausted bard at, at last puts down his instrument. Jesus. Uh, now, uh, what did you get? Uh, I 30. got 30. Oh, and Trinia is rolling as well. Kana. <gasps> Trinia got a 39. Oh my god! So you aid Trinia. I uh, do. Giving her a total of 41. Wow. Uh, meaning that, let's see, uh, they're a rare creature. Mm. Uh, so 15 plus CR, meaning that this is... Uh, so three facts. Now you did also already learn that they have the the rend universal <laughs> monster ability, a bite and two claws, and some sort of fearsome, some sort of roar attack. Yeah. Um. Um. Would you like to know anything more about this from this description that I've given you? Are they evil? Are they evil? One fact. No. They're neutral. Okay. Um, anything else about their appearance or description standing out to you? What's the deal with them being fascinated by beauty? Like, uh, like obviously, Ophelia's already on her way into sneak attack, but will it suddenly become pacified when Turnia starts singing? Um, so, they have an ability, uh, a weakness, called Distracted. Red Reavers are easily distracted by beautiful sights and sounds. Any successful perform check of DC 30 or higher has the additional effect of placating the creature, causing it to stop whatever it's doing and stand still to enjoy the performance. Uh, uh, the uh, the Red Reaver remains statutory and calm until the performance stops, or it takes damage. The performer can only take advantage of a Red uh, Red Reaver's uh, dis distraction once per hour. At the GM's discretion, a Red Reaver might also be affected by scenes of particular beauty, although they are usually only distracted by a static view or work of art for five minutes. It generally isn't distracted by beautiful creatures, but could easily be distracted by a particularly eye-catching apparel worn by a creature. Ah. So, the perform check of DC 30 or higher, or some uh, work of natural art or beauty. Okay. This is a giant 20-foot star knife. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, and then people came in here and tried to chase it out, and it fucking killed them. Do we think it would be likely that while it is pacified, we would be able to, like, take it by one of its extremely scarily clawed hands and just, like, lead it out of here? That thing will have. Uh, I don't think you can get that from a fact. Okay, um, uh, what's its intelligence? Intelligence. Okay, cool. Uh, it has an intelligence of three. All right. Slightly above animalistic intelligence. All right. Uh, uh, does it understand any languages? Uh, it can understand some words in giant. All right. Uh, does, speak giant? Does Damien speak giant? Um, yeah, nobody nobody of the parties. Does, does Trinia speak giant? I don't believe so. No, no she does not. Yeah, this wasn't one of my priority um, languages. Nope. And okay. none of the bone slayers or... So no, nobody speaks giant. Yeah. No, I don't have. I didn't have a ton of interest in like dealing with this peaceably, given the number of people. Yes. It is killed. Um, yes. Uh, just, you know. Just, okay. Just the in case sort of thing. So, uh, Ophelia is the first in initiative anyway. Yes. So, um, Ophelia, surprise round. Uh, move forward. Try to move through the space. Uh, swift action. Uh, up close and personal. It. And I believe it. I proc frightening appearance on that. Okay. Um. So. I will attempt right, so to So up close and personal, roll your acrobatics. Acrobatics. Ooh, 41. 
you you do you do manage to move through space. <gasps> so Ophelia will uh, at, becoming visible, do a fucking flippy do, uh, and end up on the other side of this thing. And um, let me look up frightening appearance here. This is the first time that I've actually used frightening appearance. This is an upgrade to startling appearance. Uh, and I will double check. Oh, it's it's attempt and intimidate check. Ah! <laughs> I suppose I can attempt and intimidate check. It's a free action. Let's see how scary Ophelia is <laughs> to this thing. <laughs> I have a plus 12 to intimidate. Uh, so, oh, wow. Uh, 27. That's <laughs> probably not enough. As you, uh, as you appear, it, it goes, <laughs> and it's sort of like, you see its eyes actually go wide as you suddenly just appear out of nowhere, uh, your, your blade cutting across it. Uh, roll your attack. All right. It is, uh, it is, uh, fright, frightful, uh, appearance, uh, frightening appearance has worked. All right. What does that do? It is frightened for one round, in addition to being shaking, shaken as normal, unless it succeeds at a will save, which is 10 plus 5 plus my charisma modifier. Four. So DC 19 will save. It's against any uh, any uh, enemies that can see it. Yeah. Within 10 feet. Well, yeah, the, the, actually, the that, it, it makes so them all shaken. But yeah, it's demoralized, and then it has to make a DC 19 will save or be frightened. Makes sense. All right, so it's not frightened, but it is shaken. Yes. Um, and I will roll my attack. Okay, that is a ten on die. So that is a that is a twenty-seven to hit. Twenty-seven is a miss against flat-footed. Yes. What? Getting close to this creature it does not appear particularly dexterous. Uh, your blade, however, glances. Of its thick hide. Oh my god! Yep. I was really excited to do all my d8s. Uh, and now it's your turn. Yep. <laughs> um, I would actually like Ophelia to delay until Lenore can get in flanking. Okay. So you delay. Uh, Nalmid uh, is going to come around the corner and and take a well-aimed shot. Uh, and is going to attack with the Masterwork Baza Longbow, and uh, their arrow just uselessly clatters against it. Like, ow! Ah, 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 I, I, I don't, I don't know if we're prepared to fight a thing like this. Oh my God! Its hide looks really thick. Its hide is really thick. Uh, Lenore. Uh, Lenore is going to move forward, blood rage, uh, and uh, get within donut of death range. Uh, and attack once. Uh, oh no. Uh, that's, uh, with flanking, that's a 26, so that does not hit. No, it does not hit. Uh, shit. Um, well, uh, Ophelia's flanking now. Okay. Uh, Ophelia. Ophelia right. would like to, uh, full round attack. So we're getting our, uh, the, just to check, Human Bane does not proc on these friends, right? You know what? The strangest, no, it doesn't. <laughs> All right, come on, Ophelia. We love you. We love you, Ophelia. That is a that is a twenty nine. That is a hit. Yeah. All right, only D fours. Um, because this time, this time when you attack again, uh, your blade uh, does manage to cut through the hide, uh, and it, and the creature goes. <laughs> okay. Uh, thank you, eggs. Egg bonus. Um, <laughs> um, so that's 1d8 plus 6 
plus 64. That is 30 points of damage. Okay. And then I would like to attack again. Do it. Do it, do it. Do it, do it. Oh, that's a 19 to hit. And it's not That's hit. a miss. Yeah. And then, yeah, uh, I guess, um, I guess that'll be that. All right, Yunia. <laughs> Ophelia waves at it like, You are Hi. up. <laughs> um, ooh, actually, um, Ophelia would like to swift action Shadow's Shroud to give herself some concealment. Concealment? Okay. Yes. You are now concealed. She waves at it. That's your six out of six bar? Yes. Okay. Uh, So mark down a round. Yep. Oh, I marked it off on my sheet. Um, Yeah. Uh, She twiddles her fingers and then (laughs) the the, uh, shadow that is being cast by the giant star knife wraps around her. Yes. Yeah, it's actually fairly dark in here. Uh, Not like dark, dark, but like, like low light. Yeah. Okay. Good. Uh, so it's Unia's turn. Uh, I uh, think. I think it's it's a great time for Unia to cast a spell. You said this thing was a humanoid. Yes. Unia. Well, it's um. Actually, you didn't get the type. Uh, ah. It seems like a hulking human. Okay. Okay. It might. Uh. <laughs> you didn't get the type. Yeah. Uh, the over under on hold person is not. Uh, not hopeful there then uh you don't know <laughs> no i, I did just i did say humanoid so i don't know you did you did maybe oh here let me blow it up a little bit so you can see it oh god that is so that is very scary unia is actually going to come in to the room um so that they have fewer people they need to block uh and they are going to channel entropy they'll they'll just do it in a cone uh, at the guy uh at and uh exclude ophelia so that is a DC 17 will save to have. Okay. And it deals 6d6 points of damage. Oh, sad rolls. Uh, that does 17 points of damage. Okay. Takes takes that. All right. That will be Unia's turn. Tekrakai uh, is going to direct the Moon Maidens. Uh, she steps out, hold her star knife up for our fallen sisters. Uh, and uh, everyone within 30 feet <gasps> is going to gain, uh, you get a plus two uh, on attacks against this creature. Hey, cool. Uh, actually, wait, no, it's attacks. I think it's attacks and damage rolls. <gasps> it's it's um, ranger bond. Ah. The next two rounds. Nice. Uh, you will all get this bonus. It applies to attack rolls, damage rolls, uh, bluff, knowledge, perception, sense, motive, or survival checks. All right. And Damien. Damien. Okay. Um, how far can Damien move in? Okay. Uh, stand in the doorway, uh, next to Lenore. Okay. That's standing the Lenore way. Um, and I would like to uh, spe- range spell strike uh, shocking grasp. Uh, intensified shocking grasp, even. Um, oh, little piece of flavor uh, as you're now, this, the result of this would now be mostly done. When Unia channeled entropy for a moment, the stone looked looked a little bit more weathered and dull uh but now now as as damien moves forward you can see rippling out from where unia stands the stone is restoring to the same luster that it had before Ah, okay okay 
so that's a plus it's a plus 21 to hit right now with all of the bonuses that I've been given um okay so here we go Damien goes ah and he throws a card and the card crackles with arcane energy are you spell striking or uh yeah it's a ranged spell strike uh with intensified shocking grasp on it um that is a 30 to hit that will hit Oh boy! Okay. What all uh, you got going here? Uh, so first, it takes ten d six of shocking. Or, or grasp. Is your is your is your is your card enhanced? Yes. Okay. Uh, so it's uh we'll we'll do the card damage first. Uh, so that does nine points of getting hit with the card damage. Plus one d six. That does uh, uh six points of shocking damage. Okay. And then and an then, intensified shocking. Grasp. Yes. And then ten d six shocking grasp damage. And I'm gonna feel like a real doof if it is immune to electricity. <laughs> Why didn't you know it? It's immune to electricity. No! Uh, oh, that's not... Uh, 38 points of shocking grasp damage. And with that, you have drawn the attention of the Red Reaver. <laughs> minus uh, 15. Minus... Um, are you star tossing? Um. Oh, I can actually do that. Yes. Um, I have that. Sh- I have that swift action. Yes, I'd be what does start that tossing. Do? That act- that actually adds plus six to damage with cards. All right. So that's six another. That's another six. Because like you haven't used your uh, your swift action. So. Yes. Uh, so that would be actually a total of fifty nine points of damage <laughs> from Damien. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> Uh, the remaining uh, moon maidens are going to uh, sort of form like a little crescent uh, uh, standing in the doorway uh, where they are going to all throw their star knives through the door. One of them, uh, their their star knife just uh, briefly embeds in the hide, but it (laughs) pulls it out and not a drop of blood comes out. Oh, fuck. He got it in one of its calluses. Yes. Uh, Yeah, they throw a total of uh, between between the rest of them, they throw a total of six star knives, and not a one actually does damage. Oh, fuck. No wonder they died. Um, the remaining uh, the remaining bone slayers form uh, an arc outside the sort of at the edge of the uh, hilltop. Mm-hmm. Also, firing their bows kind of uselessly at it. Boy, am I glad that we're in here and they're out there. We just have to check for critical hits, because otherwise they don't hit. Wow. Uh, All of them start pelting it with arrows. The arrows sort of (laughs) glancing off the hide. Every now and then one sticks in, but it's only like like, uh, like like to the very point of the tip. Oh my god. And it's like (laughs) Trinia is going to See, five foot step up. I'm sorry, Ophelia, you're going to be excluded from this. No! Everybody else, though. Yes. Everybody else is going to gain the benefits of Inspire Courage and Haste. Alright. Actually, I think for except for Unia. Unia, you don't get haste because I don't have line of effect on you. Oh. Because you're around a stone wall. Yeah. That is an Inspire Courage of Plus two. Oh, good. Okay, does uh, Unia get Inspire Couraged? Mm, you do get Inspire Couraged. Yay! You can hear uh, Trinia going, 
something something Harambe. How do you how do you stop a charging gorilla? With a banana peel? You take away its access to the bank of Abadar. God. I have a whole list now of gorilla jokes. Uh. <laughs> Here, let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do the first. Uh, what's a gorilla's favorite cookie? Uh, Chocolate chimp. <laughs> uh, and Jesus Christ. And then haste. Right, that's Trinia's turn. And now it's our beautiful red friend. So the Red Reaver uh, takes a moment just going, ah, 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 ah. Uh, it, it sort of like actually cowers back a little bit from Ophelia. But that means that it's going to take a step closer to these folks. It's going to focus on the guy that threw a card at it. Uh, Damien, it's going to bite at you. What is your AC friend? 30. Yep, it's going to hit you. Uh, does it hit one of my mirror images? Ooh, I do need to roll that. What do you have, a seven? I have seven mirror images. All right. Um, pick a number from one to seven. Uh, uh, Rolling six, on the table. Six. Six. Oh, actually, that technically means there's eight of me. Hmm? Uh, I have seven mirror images, meaning there's eight of me. Okay, well, it doesn't hit you the first time anyway. You lose a mirror image. All right. So now there are seven mirror yes, images. Yes, yes, yes. No. Now it's going to attack you with a claw. Ah. Six. Yep. Another, another one misses uh, and does nothing. Wow, I'm glad I have this monster. <laughs> Look, Damien, Damien has uh, let out a little nervous fart. All right, Damien's mirror images disappear as it just ah, ah, clawing at you and two of your images just go pop, pop. And then, and then it bites at you uh, and, the other, and then another one right in front of your face just And you see, like, 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 droplets of spit just flying out at you, uh, just hitting you as it, as it, like, bellows at you after this roar. Damien's crying a little bit. <laughs> now, Med, uh, the first of the Bone Slayers to act, going to attack with a composite longbow, and still doesn't do anything. Ah. Uh, and Lenore. Uh,. Lenore would like to delay until Ophelia gets back into flanking. You do that. Uh, Ophelia. Ophelia, five foot steps. Yes. Uh, And um, full round attacks. Yes. So she has concealment this round. So I get a plus two to attacking damage that I will remember this time. Um, Am I getting a bonus from the ranger thing or not? You are not. Okay. Yeah, that's a 25. Uh, That doesn't hit. Uh, and we will try again with our second attack. Critical threat. What was the total to hit? Uh, 35. Okay, yeah. 27 to confirm. Does not confirm. Okay. Uh, so that's 1d8 plus 6, um, plus 2. So 1d8 plus 8 plus 6d4. Okay. Uh, what do you got total? Uh, so that's, uh, 27 points of damage, actually. 27. Not too shabby. Uh, and now it's uh, now it's uh, bleeding on the floor. It's blood pooling in the stars beneath it. Uh, we're uh, going to take. She's going to keep shadows shroud up because it doesn't seem fun to get hit by this thing. Um, and Lenore is going to full round attack. Yes. Rage, rage, rage. 
Rage, 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 rage. So with heroism up, greater blood rage up, haste up, inspire courage up, and the eggy bonus. Eggies. Lenore has a plus 23 to hit on her, on her first attack and her hasted attack. What could possibly go wrong? <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> one, 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 one. That is a 17, which is a critical threat. 40 Fuck. to hit. All right, roll to confirm. Oh. What'd you get? <laughs> um, oh, okay. I also have the flanking bonus. Um, so that was a 42 to hit. So I 26 plus flanking bonus plus ranger bond. That's 30. That'll hit. That'll confirm. confirm! Confirm! So we Roll are doing... It. We are doing 2d10 plus 50 right. damage. 2d10 plus 50 damage. 2d10 plus 50 damage. 62 points of damage. And then we're going to do it again. Uh, so we're just... This is the hasted attack. We'll okay. just do the... Uh, okay. Um, so that's actually a plus 27 to hit with all the bonuses right now, so. Well, <laughs> um, before you roll that. Yes. Uh, the creature falls unconscious. Oh. And you can still attack if you want, but it, it basically it slumps over, blood pooling beneath it. As <laughs> Lenore looks back at the uh, moon maidens behind her. Do you want this thing dead? And are you waiting for them to act? Um, I, I will. I will actually. Okay. Uh, Uni, are you also waiting? Yeah, they'll wait. Okay. Tekrakai uh, comes up, uh, and uh, puts a puts a hand on it. Just goes. She looks at uh, Trinia, actually, and just says, Tell me, this beast, it hunts... uh, It it hunts ruthlessly, but is it with malice? And uh, you guys got its alignment, yeah? Yeah. Um, It's it's neutral. Yeah, and so Trinia would say, No, it's, it's, it's... not much more intelligent than, like, an animal or anything like that. It's, you know, it's just territorial, like, uh, like, I don't know, like a bear or something like that. She goes, mm. Then, I do not do this with malice. And she, uh, just takes the star knife and jabs it into the, uh, into the neck. And she's, <laughs> twitches a little bit as it stops moving. She pulls the knife out, um, cleans it. Lenore will drop out of Blood Rage. Thank you. Yeah. Mm. The Bone Slayers here. Uh, Will you give uh, my sisters a proper escort to the Calamans? And um, the Bone Slayers will say, of course, of course, we will do this. Yes. The rest of Larun Kwa will be here soon. We should clean the temple. So it is not a place of death when they get here. And she, uh, after wiping off her knife, will start, take like a piece of 
uh, hide and just start like mopping up some of the blood on the ground. Uh, this. Do any of you have uh, water? I can use. Oh! 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 Then they got, and the, the bone slayers go, we can create water! They just shoot jets of water out their fingers. <laughs> Damien pulls out his wand. He sees they've already got it covered. He sadly puts his start wand pressure. away. <laughs> they start pressure washing the floor. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, uh... We head back down the hill. Uh, we... The, uh, said Tekrakai actually, uh, wraps... The remaining uh, bodies in uh, cloth, mm-hmm. mostly taken from the gear that they would have had uh, yeah. tattered around here, bedrolls and such like that. They just and just wraps them. Uh, she goes, "These will we will place them on the horses, and they will. Uh, your bone sawyer companions can take them to the cattle mounts, where they will be buried properly." Yeah. Thank you for your help. I will see to it that you are introduced. To Akram. I'm sorry. You may stay here if you wish. Lenore sort of reaches out uh, to put her hand on um, this lady's shoulder. On Tucker Kai's shoulder. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry we had to meet this way. Right. This is unfortunate, but I thank you all for helping us reclaim our temple. Let me show you something. Uh, and she is actually going to go toward one of the spiral staircases as the bone slayers are sort of cleaning everything up. Uh, and she leads you up the stairs. And as you're moving up this these stairs, like they start with this like polished white stone and as as you move up it seems that the stairs are getting like more and more transparent until it's like you're walking on crystal and the walls around you seem to fade uh as as you rise up uh the the uh the walls uh at first have just this white stone and as you move up it's just like sparkling more and more uh until eventually only the specular parts of the stone that were once catching the light uh, seem to be the only points of light you can see. Oh, wow. The further and further you move up this crystalline staircase, the more everything but these points of light fades into darkness. You come up to... Excuse me. Uh, you come up to a gathering hall on the top floor, and... Uh, a moonlike sphere hangs above you, uh, which seems to be shining moonlight down on the on the area around, uh, and all around you, uh, where there should be stone, you just see uh, an image of the night sky, uh, perfectly accurate uh, oh, wow. for what it should be uh, at this time of year. Um, however. Uh, even for this time of year, uh, the constellations are unfamiliar as you're seeing the daytime constellations. Oh! Uh, and and uh, there's a circle of uh, stone benches uh, where people can sit. It's like, this is the temple. Oh, this wow. is why we protect it. 
This is amazing. Magic from ages gone by. Damien is making what can be best described as a tea kettle noise uh, as he uh, looks around in awe and amazement at the, um, both as a Desnan and as a uh, student of, of the arcane, uh, is just absolutely mind-blown amazed at mm-hmm. uh, Unia seems a bit shocked, actually. Uh, they they sit down on one of the benches, looking a bit at sea. You see now why we fight for this. Yeah. Thank you. Of course. She sits, closes her eyes, uh, or bows her shaved head. The tattoos, uh, the tattoos that adorn. Uh, uh, her arms and uh, scalp uh, seem to like glimmer in the moonlight Ooh. Uh, and she just takes a moment laying her star knives she has her eight, basically takes her eight star knives and stacks them uh, uh, so that they form like 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 a complete like fan oh. of blades that reflect the moonlight back gorgeous and she just closes her eyes and doesn't say anything Mm. we will all sit down Lenore gratefully she's still a bit tired from the raging Damien will uh, sit across from uh, Tekrakai and fan out uh, harrow cards uh, in the same um, orientation uh, as she has her star knives and he will sit and close his eyes as well okay um several hours will pass um eventually lenore will fall asleep you can see you can see the uh the the stars in this room rotating to match the turn of galarian uh lenore well let's roll a let's roll let's roll 1d20 to see how quietly lenore is sleeping mm-hmm. <laughs> she's she's on one of the benches and she just sort of leaned over against the wall uh and her eyes closed and She's not, she's, she's, she's breathing a little heavily, but she's not snoring or anything. She's sleeping pretty peacefully. Mm-hmm. Um, if, if one was not paying uh, close attention, they might think that she was just sitting quietly. Uh, okay. Probably not though. <laughs> right. um, Drilling a little bit. As, as you guys rest here, uh, one of the other moon maidens will come up and she goes, <clears throat> thank you for aiding us in taking back the temple. We wanted to give you thanks in addition to seeking out the ally that you want, Truth Speaker Akram. Uh, we also thought these might aid you. They were, they belong to our fallen sisters and now perhaps they might aid you. And she gives you three suits of plus one hide armor and five plus one star knives. Wow. Uh, Ophelia will, uh, take them seeing that lenore is currently indisposed um thank you so much we really appreciate it honestly out here we can use all the help we can get (laughs) and it's our honor to have been able to help you and to have earned your respect thank you for sharing this space with us i leave you be there is much to prepare for of course. Of course. And uh, Tekra Kai will go, yes, um, feel free to rest. 
Uh, it was um, perhaps a brief fight, but um, you fought valiantly and you deserve your rest, and I know you've traveled long. Thank you. Um, do you need any help setting up, actually? Um, I get a little restless. Uh, well, certainly. Um, we'd, we'd be happy to uh, have another pair of hands. Sure. She looks at, um, she looks uh, particularly, actually, at uh, Damien. Yep, yep. Mm. I oh. recommend meditate here for some time. Okay. You will find the star's song is strong here. It's it's really nice. Yeah. Damien looks like a little blissed out. Uh <laughs> she smiles. Ophelia will uh take Unia's hand uh and sort of pull them up from the bench. Come on, let's go help. But I want to say let's go help. <laughs> um and Trinia kinda goes, um I mean if you don't mind, I I, I do kinda wanna like hang out a little bit, you know. Oh, that's like, fine, hon. Um Dozen and stuff. Skinny. I'm just helping Yudia learn how to make a good impression on people. Uh, they definitely need a lot of work. Uh, bye, Yudia. Bye, Ophelia. Mm, bye, Trinia. Uh, and Damien and Trinia sort of like rest up here. Uh, Damien, uh, night comes. Damien would like to be contemplating uh, the path that has led him here. Uh, and although he does not often get the opportunity to wander, uh, how his travels have, uh, enriched his, uh, experience of life so far and how mm -hmm. learning of places and people away from his home, uh, has improved his understanding, uh, and also his empathy for the people that Corvosa has hurt. Um, and as you are doing so, um, sort of meditating here in the space, you can you see the stars like slowly revolving above you and after some time after you would imagine night should have fallen by now it almost feels like you're floating through the stars because you can just see them moving all around you like you're in like a giant uh like in a giant snow globe uh with only the stars around you as you're doing so you do eventually feel uh, as if you're floating through the void. Ooh. Uh, the stars all around you, uh, even passing by you. Uh, you feel yourself pulled uh, toward uh, the northern star. Mm. You can see, uh, and basically as you meditate, you feel stars whipping past you and points of light uh, that at first are far off suddenly blaze into giant spheres oh, whipping wow. by you. Oh, that's uh, so cool. You're surrounded by stardust of every color uh, enveloping you. Uh, and uh, as you move, you can feel like little pieces of stone that float in the void uh, brushing against your hands gently, despite the apparent speed with which you're moving. Um, eventually, you, you feel yourself in the presence of a bright blue star. Uh, and as you sort of stand before it, you can, uh, feel its warmth, uh, and the stardust around you seems to take on an image of sort of silhouetted against the star, uh, a bird-like figure, 
with with um it, it seems to be generally human shaped uh but uh the where where the arms would be uh there are there are these feathered wings uh with human like hands at the ends oh wow uh and what I know and of- it has it has uh basically uh you can see the starlight shining out of this creature's eyes wow uh as as they sort of like drift toward you in the void and soon they're hanging before you mm. would I know what manner of creature this is you could roll a uh, knowledge uh planes all right here we go uh that is a total of 30 okay um you would know that this is a uh type of a gathion oh. called an avoral. Okay. Uh the avorals are generally human shaped, but their upper limbs are great wings with a human like hand at the end of each, uh allowing avorals to use tools and weapons. Though in battle they prefer to attack from the air and slash with large claws in their feet mm. and buffets from their great wings. An avoral's head is a feathery cowl instead of hair, typically uh typically uh brown, white, gray, or gold, but this one's feathers are jet black Ooh. with a large nose and piercing eyes sort of like a uh howl and howls moving castles when he starts growing uh uh all the feathers that one time i don't remember what the context uh, is yes actually a lot like that um, it was just a very striking visual i've only seen the movie once <laughs> uh here uh here's a nice little image of an avoral uh this one is again jet black both in feathers and skin. Oh, oh, wow! Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is very much like that. Mm-hmm. And um, and the creature sort of drifts towards you, uh, gliding on these uh, black feathered wings, banks around you before coming to rest, hanging in the void before you. Hi. Hello. I'm Damien. Cosmos. Yeah. Yes. That's me. Yes. Very happy to meet your acquaintance, Damien Cosmos. Uh, who who are you? My name is Nightspear. Nightspear. Wow, it's a pleasure to meet you. Mm, you have traveled far, Damien Cosmos. Where, where am I? Oh, well, it's hard to say. I believe you are on a tiny rock... I think they called it Galarian. They, yeah, they, they call it Galarian, yeah. Yes. Around a beautiful star. They call it a mother. Mm-hmm. It's uh, very bright. Yours is the cradle, or the cage. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's right. Mm. Hopefully it, you know, stays being the cage. Hopefully. If we all hope. That'd be good. It would be good. It's sort of, you see, you see, as the, as the man uh, floats before you, he, he looks at you every now and then, but he's just sort of like looking out at the stars. Mm. Beautiful, isn't it? Yeah. You know, to float here in the void, to hear the song of the spheres. Mm-hmm. It's strong here. Yeah, that's what Tekrakai said. Can you hear it? Um, can I hear You've it? been meditating for a time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you hear uh, ringing uh, this 
slow, warbling drone, a resonant sound that uh, you feel like in your bones. And the star before you, uh, it's just got this beautiful, perfect note. Mm. It's because it's it's less like a tone like you would get from a musical instrument and more just this reverberation that you just feel. So uh, Damien aware of all of the, the 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 incredible presence and uh, and just the the beauty of the song um some tears stream down his face and he sort of nods in a choked up voice uh yeah and uh night spear looking around at the stars every now and then glancing at you um mm. do you take questions yes I, I never. I Someone honest, who has traveled so far. <laughs> I must have questions. I honestly never thought I'd get a chance to ask. See, I'm a student of the Harrow. Mm. Um, and oh yes, powerful divination. Yes, there was a card mm? that existed. It was like Desna's card in the Harrow deck. Yes. I saw... The Great Dreamer. Yes. Uh, I saw a, vig- a vision of a drawing that another harrower did in the past. He's he's stuck in a harrow deck right now and he keeps mm. doing this drawing over and over. And he drew that card. And I always heard it was auspicious, but I, I don't know what it means. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it means either. Well, speak plainly, what is your question, Damien Cosmos of Galarian? Encircling the mother. Why? How how can it come to be that a harrower gets stuck in their own deck? Hmm. Hmm. People live their lives in many things. Some in cards, some in books. Where do you live your life, Damien Cosmos? With my friends, I think. Hmm. Some do, yes. Did you ever talk to a man named Venster? Hmm. Venster. Arabasti. Yeah. No, no, I've never talked to a Venster. Oh. I've heard his name, though. He questioned the song. The great dreamer was in his negative future. Lost in the cards. Lived his life in the cards, I think. It's unfortunate. The cards are meant to be a help. They are not meant to be one's life. How can we get him out? How can we free his spirit? How mm. how can we free Zalara Esmeralda's spirit? Mm. Their, hmm. Their lives were lived in the cards. And now in death they are in the cards. Hmm. Hard to know. Hard to find a life. 
a place to rest when your life was spent in another. Perhaps if they can be guided out. If you live your life lost in a maze, how can you find the exit? Maybe. They require a guide. Yeah, you have somebody show you the way out. Yes, yes. Perhaps they don't even know what an exit is. Hmm. Any other questions? Um. That's two, I believe. Um. I'm hoping you've heard of this story. Mm-hmm. There was once a man who lived around this place, this area that I'm that I'm in right now on this little rock. Mm. Um. He jumped into the mouth of a magma worm thing and cut his way out Mm. without killing it and without dying. Mm. Do you have any idea how he did that? There are many ways in and out. You're a clever boy. Is it necessary to plunge into danger to show people that you have? Hmm. You could. Okay. It's only necessary that they believe. Okay. I suppose that's a... No need to be reckless. Yeah, but but wouldn't... Wouldn't tricking them be... Dishonorable? <laughs> Honor. <laughs> Are you honorable, Damien? Um... I mean, I'd like these people to think I am. Oh, we all would, wouldn't we? <laughs> Life is easier when everyone thinks we're honorable. Are you honorable, Damien? I I think I honor things that matter. When you look in the mirror, are you honorable? Um, I mean, I, I stand for what I believe in. When you sleep at night, are you honorable? I, I, I don't know if I have any control over whether I'm honorable or not when I'm sleeping. Yeah. I've heard I snore a little bit. Who cares what everyone else thinks is honorable? Are you honorable, Damien? But I I don't... I don't know if I'm honorable or not. Maybe other people need to... Do you want to be? I want to be respected. Many people are respected. Not all of them honorable. What do you want? I want to help people. I want to make right the things that have gone wrong. I want... I want people to stop being scared when they look at me. Hmm. Hmm. Sounds very honorable. Now you've got me wondering if that's a good thing. Hmm. Who knows? Do you know anything about what happened to Kazavon? Or what happened to Midnight's teeth? Mm. How it came to be in Queen Iliosa's hands? Mm. How we can destroy it? That's a lot of questions. Let me pick one. Do you know anything about destroying Midnight's teeth? You see, he sort of bows his head for a moment. Actually, like, seeming very thoughtful. Mm, Dark, 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 dark. A dark past, a dark present a dark future. Oh, midnight, a good term, but a dark midnight. Mm. 
One without stars. Storm clouds all around. No. I don't know anything about this. I'm gonna make a sense motive check. Oh, fuck. <laughs> That's a... Six. <laughs> yeah. The hard to read. Yeah. Okay. Related question. I don't know if this is gonna be a- any better. One of my... One of my... One of my friends... They... They keep talking to this being that they are convinced is what remains of Aridin. I don't know if it matters so much if it actually is Aridin. Mm. Uh, but do you think it means them harm? Yunia. Yes. Your friend. Yeah. Yes. Mm. Dark as well. Dark like night, without stars, cloudy night. <sighs> hmm. I remember Aridin. Honorable. Sort of smirks as he says it. Very honorable. <laughs> Always the honor with Aridin. Many people thought him honorable. He's gone now. Haven't seen him in a long time. Mm-hmm. Mm. No one's seen him. Don't know. Maybe your Unia sees him. I can't. Dark. Night without stars. Night without stars. Not a very good night, no. No. Doesn't sound like a good one to be stuck in either. Hmm. I don't know if your Unia is on a good path or a bad path. Honorable. Yes. Uh, is Unia honorable? I think they think they're honorable. I don't know if it matters to them what other people think. You don't need to care what other people think. As long as you do right. I don't know if they're doing right. Well... Maybe people who are lost need some guidance. Maybe I have a little for you. Damon Cosmos from Galarian. Honorable man. <laughs> he laughs. Stop it. <laughs> Your friends. Many of them are lost. Lost in cards. Lost in memories. There's more out there and cards and holy symbols and these things. These things are meant to help us find a path. But we can't lose ourselves in them. Your friends, they're lost. Many of them. Show them a way out. How do I do that? You're going to have to be the guide. Damien! Damien! Wake up! Wake up! Tree is like shaking you. Damien! Damien! Birds! Oh, shit. Um, the hell are you doing? Uh, I was meditating. You've been sleeping like all night. It's it's morning. The oh, people are here. Oh, my freaking back! Yeah. Um, uh, 
the guy is here. Oh my god! Um, and uh, I think he wants to talk to you. Sorry, I was having a dream, and there was a a a, a man. No, you should have you should have had at least a dozen dreams. You've been sleeping like a rock. A man with his with feathers. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Do you know what an avoral gathion is? Yeah, obviously, avoral gathions are human shaped creatures with uh with hands with hands on the ends of their wings, and they they're 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 servants of Desna. Yeah, I was talking to one in my sleep. Oh yeah. Yeah, that's sort of how Desnans do things. Which one? Nightspear? Oh yeah. Nightspear is a is a powerful is a powerful uh, servant of Desna. Apparently he appears to people in dreams and and uh and answers questions for them to help them guide their way uh and and uh eventually gives them advice on how on a on a path that might lead them out of whatever current predicament they're in. Yeah. Did he tell you anything? Yeah. Cool. Uh he he told me I need to help other people find paths. Oh, that's vague. Yeah, you, you know it. it yeah, yeah, I mean, it's it seemed more compelling in the dream. Honestly, um, I tried to get him to tell me more, and he said that, uh, you know, I I should be free from uh, others' expectations and free from things that are holding me back, and that I should try to help other people get away from things that are holding them back. Mm. And he should write advice columns for the Corvosa Carrier. I I feel like that's that's a little bit irreverent. Uh, Maybe <laughs> he actually well, might he didn't think, talk to me. So he, he might him. actually he might actually think that's hilarious. Um, he, might, he didn't talk to me, so fuck him. <laughs> I mean, maybe you could if you wanted. Uh, I was I I was a little distracted by the fact that I was floating in a void of stars. How was his dick? Uh it, what? His dick. He said I could fuck him. And what's his dick like? Is um, it weird? It was like a bird dick. I don't know. I wasn't. I didn't look. Well then, why I mean, would it, you suggest it, that I fuck him? I, I don't. I don't. Also, know. Uh, I'm kind of in a relationship with Ophelia now. Oh, congratulations! I guess. I mean, is it official? Like, like she like talking about? Have me? you asked her? So I mean, we sort of said like we're girlfriends. Have you asked her? Mm. You should ask her. I don't know. I don't. Look, look. I'm supposed to be helping people find their paths. Like, you should find out if this is a path you should be on or not. I mean, I like it. It's it's nice. Ophelia's fun. What do you think of her? What's like? Ophelia's like my best friend. What are you talking about? Do you think she? she do you I, think she's like serious? Or? I think she fucking loves you. Ooh. Trinia like goes, oh, go for it. Um, okay. Um, thanks, Damien. You should uh, write advice columns for the Corsa Carrier. Wait, wait. <laughs> she she uh she kisses you on the cheek and she uh she goes like toward the stairs. Uh, is, was it, was that what you wanted to hear? Was did I, did I have I scared you off now? Fuck. <laughs> anyway, maybe she doesn't love you. I don't know. You should ask her. <laughs> Alright, uh, and with that, we will, uh, leave, leave this alone. Alright. We will find okay. out more about Truth Speaker Akra. Next time. Next time. A curse! A crimson, crimson throne!
Desna, the goddess of falling asleep when you're supposed to be meditating and then sleeping the entire night on a stone bench with no pillows. Maybe Damien can learn the spell deep tissue massage for situations like this? To Haven't to Roll is produced by David Clark and Katie Dukshire. The Pathfinder RPG and the Curse of the Crimson Throne Adventure Path are property of Paizo and are used in accordance with their community use policy. This session featured music from Cindy Locker and Michael Gelfi Audio. See the description for a full track list. Sound effects were produced by Sirenscape. You can find more sound effects for your own tabletop games over at sirenscape.com. We are on Twitter at To Have and To Roll. Rain is at Rain Zero. That's R-A-N-E and the number zero. Daft is at Daft Prodigy. We are also on Tumblr. To Have and To Roll.tumblr.com. We will be back again in two weeks as the cover of Night continue a job interview process that is somehow still more straightforward than getting an entry-level position in the United States. Find out what awaits our heroes next time. Bye! Can I cock the wagon and float it across? Maybe. <laughs> would it would it just be easier if the bone slayers don't come with you? No, they should come with me. No, so, so they go like, oh well, you know what? That seems like a lot to track. Maybe we won't do that after all. They're uh, coming. Came down here with a squad of nine. Watched the creature rip the light out of my best friend. I, I like literally died with you, so you know. Team Dead Lesbians. Team Dead Lesbians. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> now I'm gonna sort of squints at you. That seems problematic. <laughs> I know, right? I keep telling them, and they just don't uh, believe me. <laughs> I mean, but if if you're both, oh my god, both, you two can get a horse together too. If you both like appreciate the the label, um, I guess that that's fine. But you know, like as long as you're doing it by choice and not out of like any sort of like social pressure to, uh, sorry. I hope you can keep alive a number of CR4 Bone Slayers and a number of CR6 Moon Maidens. God damn it. Hopefully we don't die. Hey! What could possibly go wrong? How about you stand in the back? <laughs> well, um, I think that's no problem for the Bone Slayers because they have the, uh, the, the bows. Might be a problem for us, though, because we have the Star Knives. Yeah, I mean, do you throw them? We do. All right, but I suppose you need to be a little closer. I also yeah, do the throne weapons. Uh, have you ever heard about hero card magic? And Damien will info dump to them. Of course them I've heard the... about hero card magic. I mean, like casting other spells through hero cards. Oh, no, That's, that sounds weird. It... I don't I do not do a lot of the spells. Um, not big on the spells, me. Oh, yeah. Um, I can cast uh, lead blades and long strider. Oh, Lead yes. blades is probably helpful. Yeah, it's uh, really star good. Star knives are kind of small. It's really good. Uh, I cast it before combat every time I enter into combat. That sounds like a it makes great plan. Makes my star knives do a d6 of damage. Oh, wow. Yes.